0: Hello everyone, this is Bowties and Button Ups with your host, John English. And today um, is episode nine, The Forgotten Art of Courtship, with my guest, Crystal Moran. Hello, Crystal, how are you doing today?
1: Hey. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Um, I just wanna say I appreciate you having such a show like this because I believe it's, it's fundamental for both men and women. Uh, just to have the tools that they need in order to succeed in all areas of their life. um, And especially from experience. So I appreciate you doing this and having this platform.
0: Oh, wow. I do appreciate you. I appreciate you taking out time on Mother's Day weekend um, to to do this. You guys, normally this is a video, but um, Miss Crystal Moran is actually out. Um, She's sparing some time with me. She's out enjoying her Mother's Day weekend. It was a surprise for her. So we had to do this for the podcast only, people so you're going to enjoy the audio
1: guys
0: (laughs) (laughs) so all right so before we begin i want to start off with a couple of definitions um what courtship what the definition of courtship is and it says uh one of them is a period during which a couple develop a romantic relationship especially with a view to marriage The second definition is behavior designed to persuade someone to marry or develop a romantic relationship with one. And to put, um, I found a a pretty nice description that described, um, you know, courtship. In, in such a way where I just had to I had to say it. So let me give you guys a description that I found on the internet. That just it just resonates with me. It's um to use another analogy, dating is like a comma, whereas courting is like a period. This means that dating presents a man and a woman with a number men and women or you know same sex um men and women with a number of potential ends to their relationship. Whereas courting has only one marriage. Courtship is not just an act. It is a philosophy. So um, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that because it's true. You know, courting, you know what you're getting into when someone says they want to court you. You know that that means that they want to marry you, period. (laughs) You know, Um, that they're looking at you as a um, potential spouse. Um, which is very, very important. And I feel um, something that's lacking in um, our society in this day and age in regards to courting. Not many people do that anymore or have that intention. So I definitely agree that, you know, courting is definitely that period because you know for certain this person wants to, you know, see me as their wife or see me as their husband.
0: Right. Yeah, I just thought, um, (laughs) I was like, you know, when I saw that, I was like, man, it's crazy because, you know, when we're, um, it's you know, when we think about a comma, a comma, there's always something preceding the comma, right? Um, Until we get to that period as far as the sentence is uh, concerned when we're talking about the structure of it. And, you know, that that to me is spoke because it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a dot, dot, dot thing, right? You know, um, as far as the comma is concerned, because you can throw that in there and it does the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, but what precedes the comment, it goes into the finalizes the sentence, and then you have your period. So I was like, man, how, how how like you know, profound was that statement when we think about courting in that way? Because dating in itself is an act. Um courting, um it, it is an act, but it's also, you know, when we think about courting, we think about courting in such a much a higher standard. Like we were saying, I think what we're, it's a different type of feel to it than just saying I'm dating somebody. I'm courting them, which means I'm trying to do everything possible I can to keep this person.
1: Correct. To me, I think of it as being intentional. Mm. Um. When you're courting, you have a purpose. You know that your purpose is for marriage. Um. Whereas when you're dating, you know, two people can be on two different levels in regards to what the reason for them dating one can be dating uh, to receive something, which majority of the time is like sexual favors. Mm-hmm. The other can be dating um, because, you know, they want to get married. So they want to date in order to pursue that person to see, hey, maybe this person is a, a potential mate. Um, so, so I think that that's where that comma comes in because mm. everybody's what comes after that comma can be different for for each party each party can have a different motive that they um, you know that they have but when it comes down to courting someone you have a purpose you're intentional about that purpose and the purpose is like I'm serious that I want to marry you and that is exactly why I'm courting you
0: nice so now now that we kind of have the the gist of, of the conversation and where we're going with this guys uh, I'm gonna at, start the questions here. so when when you first started dating, were you aware of the difference between dating and courting?
1: I actually was and that's because of the fact that I actually grew up in a strict conservative household. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was definitely aware of the difference between dating and courting. Um, however, what I what I, how I felt about the whole situation is that growing up a lot of emphasis was placed on, the proposal rather than the courting stage mm. and the wedding rather than the marriage. Mm.
0: And personally,
1: I felt that the comments I received about the entire process, if you want to say their comments or words of wisdom or advice was pretty vague. Hmm. Um, you know, growing up in that strict conservative household, I understood like the bullet points, you know, where you, you, you date, and then it may turn into a courtship, which usually that's what you wanted to turn into a courtship, because that means that that person viewed you as someone or a potential mate. Um, and then, of course, you would get engaged, and then you would get marriage, with with the strong emphasis on no sex before marriage. <laughs> but there was there was no details or personal experience added to those topics that I felt. Um, only negative, like, or positive quotes, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, that's going to be, when you get married, you know, sometimes it can be tough, but nobody ever talks about what that tough time is like, yeah. or the beginning, the 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 middle, or the end of that, you know, yeah. um, in order to make sure that you possibly don't have the same mistakes that right. They have. You know, Um, and then that all, again, circles back to courting, because when you're courting, okay, it's good to know that, yeah, this person views me as the person that is their potential mate, their potential spouse. But I, I believe that a lot of people aren't provided with the keys or the tools that they need in order to navigate that time frame. They're just happy that somebody wanted to put the period behind, Mm. (laughs) you know, what was going on or, or their, their circumstance, you know? Um, but no one ever talks about what you should do during that period, you know, because at this point, someone is telling you that I am going, if, if this goes well, I am going to propose to you. I am going to ask for your hand in marriage. So it's like, what do you do during that time? And a lot of people try to show their good side. Yeah. Instead of all of their side
0: mm-hmm. for that
1: person to make a good judgment on their character.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: that's really what it is, right? When when someone proposes to you, they're really asking you if it's a yes or no to their character for a mm. lifetime.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: And sometimes people, and this vice versa for women and and men, are only providing the the best of their characteristics. Yes,
0: yes. We don't. They're not. No, you know. Yeah, they're not transparent. They're not transparent in um, in, in themselves or, or fully giving themselves um, to that other person, which is why we tend to have so much. I guess it's like discomfort at times within um, in relationships um, because we don't we don't know certain things about this person until years later like you know what i'm saying you see that and they're like well i've always been this way well you know i love how
1: you stated that discomfort i love that yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) but it's so true man i mean it makes it does make you feel a little bit um you know like again uncomfortable because when you start when we get married and this is what under my impression when i when i uh when i was courting um and i said i do you know from my perspective what i was saying is 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 that this was it like you know i'm saying and you know any type of changing that I've done, you know, up to this point, uh, I'm hoping that this person accepts. But Correct. you know, um, through through my failures with my other relationships because I, I dated a lot, but through those failures is where I got to the point where I said when I when I got married, um, you know, I wanted to do things differently, and I made sure I, I made sure I courted her, like you know, I made sure that she knew who I was. And the things I was not comfortable with, or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. And um, you know, for the most part, like at least I gave her ninety percent. Ten percent of it she learned later on in the in the marriage. Like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm almost like maybe maybe you know that ten percent that I didn't give, I should have given her the opportunity to see it. So Correct. this way, you know, the things that we um that that thing that any any type of friction that we may have had you know, going into the, our marriage, you know, it wouldn't, it would have been a lot easier to stomach because we would already had to address those things. on.
1: No, I agree with you. It's at a point where you're like, oh, okay, I know this about this individual. And I myself said that I, it was tolerable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and really the only person that you can choose to be upset with is yourself because right. you chose all of that, that that person provided you with. You know, but a lot of times nowadays, I don't really truly believe that people have the tools, meaning the right questions to ask, meaning um, going to the right sources that are going to bring out the right questions to ask to Mm. ensure that you're you are getting the most out of your courtship. And I say that because it's it's a valuable time and a lot Mm -hmm. of people just take it as a time to continue dating, if you want to say that, um, a time to continue dating instead of taking it as, you know, this is very serious. This person sees me, um, as some, a, a potential forever partner and I really need to really, you know, strategize during this time as well as be detailed about everything that I'm bringing, And, and everything that I'm expecting that other person to bring Mm. and being real with themselves. Like if, if this person isn't bringing what I, what I, what I believe that, that are my non-negotiables, if you want to say, then, then there's tough decisions that have to be made, you know, because it is a point where, which is upsetting for me too. Sometimes when I look at these videos of proposals and the woman will say no. And I'm like, he was, I feel bad for the man because I'm like, he was courting you this whole time. And you knew that that's not the route that you wanted to go. Hmm. Because I feel like men don't do things until they get a nudge, in a sense, from a woman that, you know, I think she really dig me in that way, in a (laughs) sense, you know, using that old school slang. I think, Mm -hmm. I think she dig me. And I, I, I think that if I were to ask her to marry me, she probably would say yes, you know? So it's like, if you're giving that off to, to me, that's another thing that we, we got to kind of unfold.
0: Hmm. And that's, that's very interesting. Um, you know, and I'm glad you brought up that whole, uh, you know, the opposite sex thing with the women saying no and stuff like that. And, and that leads me to, the the next question or just moving to the next part of it it's like you know i feel like we're very sur- surface level when we meet someone and i think that's mm-hmm. part of the problem and uh, why do you feel like we don't dig deeper to connect
1: like i was saying in the beginning i believe it's because we don't have the tools mm.
0: um
1: i know growing up i was a child that um was really avid in regards to wanting question like wanting answers to my questions mm-hmm. And so I would ask questions all the time, just randomly to those who I deemed you know wise enough to to answer those questions for me. And a lot of times you know the questions that the answers that I received wasn't detailed for me to make a, a logical, decision on how I should go about doing something Mm -hmm. you know so with that being said as I grew up as a woman navigating courting was was um, immaturely I thought I had everything together and I knew what I needed to ask and the questions that I need to to ask and the way that I was supposed to present myself Mm -hmm. throughout that time and like and and like I said before it was because of the tools that I thought I had mm. would equip me in order to to you know move forward and to have the best advantage during mm. that time um but I really truly believe it's just you know not having the right tools not knowing the right questions to ask and not even not even just that alone but knowing oneself yeah truly I um... you know. Because knowing this. yourself is is a key component to that.
0: I I totally agree with that. Um, I um I have a couple of things that I keynoted from that what you said. Um, one is is just recently um, I have a my life coach we talked about um, being the curiosity that I have because my um my thing is always a why. Like when I'm having conversations and I hear someone any issue it is it's always I ask them a why why do you feel that way you know what i'm saying like not not your perception of the other person i want to know directly from you how you feel about it and i've always had this curiosity when it comes to questions with those questions which is why you know um you know i i uh, when it comes to relationships um i'm very engaged in conversations when it comes to relationships because it's the it's the chemical it's the chemical reactions that we don't fully uh, we're not fully aware of When our brain does the things that it does, you know what I'm saying? And I'm reading this book now. Um, It's actually a really good book. I am have to find out the name of it, but it has some some things in there that has to do with, uh, you know, the chemical responses of our brain. But, um, and the why it's always that curiosity to me is a big deal, which is why I think you're on the path that you're on and you've been on this path for such a long time is that curiosity that you have um, for, for that. So, I mean, that's one part of it. The other part of it I want to touch base on is, um, uh, you were talking about the uh, the tools and everything, um, and the resources that that you know that we probably don't have. I think uh, TV media um, it plays a really negative part in the way we perceive relationships and marriage too. You're right. So, um, and I feel like when we see something we we gravitate to that. I mean that's why we see so many of these um shows about marriage. And um you know these these grand marriages uh and they most of the time they fake. What are those things called? The reality shows. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> y'all. Correct. Right. You know reality know.
1: shows.
0: Yeah. Those reality shows. Uh you know, <laughs> I forgot the big one out there. The Bachelor. Yeah, The Bachelor and then The Bachelorette. Those are the ones. Oh, you
1: know, wow, yeah.
0: They give I wouldn't
1: this... even call that a reality show to be yeah. honest. Yeah. It's
0: just it's really it's really bad that we have that type of media out but the truth is is that even movies done that to, done, us, you know, done that to us as well. We see these fairy tale weddings and these fairy tale endings to come Correct. to relationships. So we have this perception of um of relationships and it's not it's skewed. It's it's not really reality. I know and um, right. So, you know, it's funny but uh, you know, I think in this generation that we have, I think the reason why we're having these you know, such these millennials not getting married a part of it is because they're, they're seeing the, the, the results of their parents' marriages for the most part and other, in other marriages and how they're, they're failing and people are doing, you know, going outside their marriages and so forth and so on, which, you know, it happens. Um, we just, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying anything's wrong. It, things happen, but we need to know how to navigate the relationship to move forward and be more transparent in those moments. So correct. you know, um, but I think that that has a lot to do with the way we were brought up, you know, and we're grabbing on to this fairy tale ending and and a lot of people are now seeing that it's not true, but it can be, and courting is a part of the result of getting to that point where you can have you know not the fairy tale wedding thats in the movies but your own fairy tale
1: correct, so, and like like you just said, your own fairy tale, and a lot of people have to kind of um You know, the the Disney fairy tales have to die in order for you to come to grasp with with that type of reality. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's not what you've been programmed to believe. You know, we've been programmed at an early age, specifically females that I can say from my experience um, in regards to what fairy tales are. You know, with Disney, Cinderella, uh, you know, Snow White, um, all of these Disney princesses that you see and and what the end is, they, you know, go off happily ever ever after. Um, And you're thinking that that's the real world until you have real world experiences and detailed experiences, you know, where you're understanding that this is what it is. And then from there, you can, you know, decipher what possibly went wrong in the areas that you may want to improve at to, to make it a better experience for yourself.
0: Nice. Yes. So, at what point do we walk away from a courtship that isn't compatible?
1: I believe it's at a point where each person should have non negotiables and strong non negotiables. You know, it could be the fact that, uh, let's just say, you're a Christian. Um, So you believe, you know, whatever you may believe that there is God, there's the son and there's the Holy Spirit. And if that person believes the same thing, do that person, you know, believe that they should pray? When do they believe that they should pray? You know, Mm. you need to be very detailed about these Mm. Um, non-negotiables. Another non-negotiable can be the person doesn't have a vision, you know, where there's no vision, you know, the rest of that. You know, yeah, um, so the person can be one that doesn't have a vision, but what does that mean to you? I was talking to someone the other day about that, and I was like, you know, that you can come into a relationship with a man that tells you his vision is to be, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, and you're like, yeah, yeah, let's do that, but you don't understand what it takes to be an entrepreneur. You don't understand the grind that it takes. So you're like, he's not spending enough time with me. He's he's you know he's always gone Monday through sa- Saturday, you know. But yeah. he told you that he was going to be an entrepreneur. Is that a non-negotiable? And because you didn't really go in detail about what that non-negotiable meant, which probably was like spending time with me or whatnot. Now you you you're at like you said a discomfort.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: You know, you're 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 uncomfortable now
0: yeah. because you never
1: discussed that because why you didn't actually understand what a, that non-negotiable was for yourself. So I think that's where it starts is finding out what your non-negotiables are, detailing those non-negotiables. And then when you're courting, if a person does not meet that, like they say, believe someone when they say what who they are, mm. then then that should be the end of that. Because a lot of times I can speak from experience, women specifically want to fix a certain situation and say, he'll be better. He'll do this. And you create this dream world in your mind of this better person or this better being. And I hate even saying better because I feel like each person is their own. There's a puzzle piece for each person. Um, And it just may be that you're not that person's puzzle piece. You know, you're not their (laughs) match. And you try to fit it the corners where they they didn't fit, you know. Right. Um. But I, I, yeah, I believe that that's the start is is going to your non-negotiables, detailing them out, and then if the person does not fit those non-negotiables, do not try to fit them in. Um. Uh, in that space, it just right. needs to be okay. You're an awesome person. We just do not match in the way that I would have hoped. You know. And you have to be okay with that, which sometimes can feel like, um, you know, can be miserable for the other person, especially if if they know the person is, is a good person at heart. But you have to remember that this is a lifetime that you're sharing. Wow. And you want that person to evolve with you. And if they don't have the tools that's going to equip them to be able to evolve with you, then you know, you're, you're the one who's going to have to suffer for that or be in, in discomfort.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See that, that, that word is worse.
1: (laughs) I love that word. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like someone saying we're arguing and you go, no, we're just having a heated discussion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Reframing. That's what we do. That's what we do.
1: Reframe your mind. You do,
0: man. I love it. That's, you, you're, you're talking that talking. I appreciate you, you know, um, you know, being transparent about, you know, learning from that. Um, because, you know, I, I had it too, you know what I'm saying? You know, we, I had this idea of courtship and what it was supposed to look like, um, based off of, again, based off of things that I've seen other guys do for their, their woman. So I was taking pieces of it and making it my own. And, um, you know, I guess for the most part it worked because I got the girl but what when I got <laughs> no, <that's awesome. laughs> what when I got the girl is when I learned that um you know I needed to do more then you know what I'm saying especially when when uh when we mature you know we we neglect the part where we're going we don't address the growth part it, um in in courtship you know what I'm saying and I um. I feel like that's a conversation that we don't necessarily know how to begin to even say but I think we just need to be generalized general with it and then you know talk about that growth that's going to happen because okay. um we need to know that but I think part of that is also before that even happens is is that it needs to be ingrained into ourselves earlier on that growth is inevitable it's gonna happen in your marriage it's gonna happen after your marriage or you know if anything happens, all this growth still happens. So you need to be able to communicate with your partner that this is real. So when I go through changes, let's 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 be open to talking about it. So that way we know how to handle it. We can handle it at that moment and not keep secrets. Because that's what ends up happening.
1: Right. And I feel like with that being said, is that you have to have a vision. Mm-hmm. Each person should have a vision on where they see themselves, not just in regards to the, how the world is materialistic these days and, and in regards to their aspirations on what they will have materially, but also spiritually, also mm-hmm. mentally, um, where you see yourself. What is your vision of yourself? Because if that person doesn't match that vision, that's a start right there. Yeah. You, know, you should be able to know this is where I see myself. I'm not here right now. I may not be there. I may not have been there when you met me, mm-hmm. but this is where I'm becoming, you know, this is right. where I'm leading up to because then that person will know, you know what? I remember her telling me or I remember him saying that this is this is where he wanted to be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, hmm. career wise. You know, this is where they wanted to be. And I could see it getting there and you can kind of in your sense get a get a mental view on how somebody will be reacting. You know, someone may not be a child anymore. Right. They may be a man or they may be a woman and want to to live out their life in such a manner. Right. And you have to be prepared for that and know that this change is coming and have to prepare yourself for that and act accordingly, you know.
0: Right. Uh, th- that is um this is all gems and i mean it we're actually we're recovering inspection when it comes to you know that too but i mean those conversations they seem they seem uncomfortable at first because what what happens is we're forced to we're forced to be transparent or just be um we're forced to give ourselves unconditionally in those moments when when we're being asked to do it like we may not be fully ready to to do it but you know i think that's one of the reasons why we we um we don't really say much when and when we're talking about communicating what we need in relationships. Um, but again, I think, like you said before, that's why a courtship is important is because if you effectively do it, right. then you know most of these issues that we run into during these relationships, they're, they're either easier to get over or they, they're less, you know what I'm saying, it won't really happen as often or whatever it is. But you know, because I mean, honestly, there's so many other variables we can throw into life um, that's thrown at us. So it's kind of hard to dictate what's gonna come. But the point is, is to actually be prepared for it,
1: and right.
0: that way you can, you know, address it when it does right. happen. And
1: that takes knowing yourself. And I truly believe that not enough emphasis is placed on that when we're growing up. A lot of emphasis is placed on who you dating, you know, yeah. who you're gonna marry, instead of do you know yourself
0: do you really
1: truly know yourself and and that's something that um i've been working on you know becoming me i can say that becoming her um just uh, who am i yeah. what do i really like you know what do i really like to do what what is my heart desire um and if you want to put it like what is my purpose i feel like that's something that You should at least have half percent of that before you get married, Hmm. before you get married, because of the fact that a lot of times, you know, if you believe in it in a biblical way, you're going from two people to one person. Mm -hmm. So now you're trying to to match things with another person that may not be there if you want to put slang in there, their speed. Yeah. You know, it may not be what they're wanting to do, where they're wanting to go. <laughs> and so then you have to 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 compromise, yeah. which is the is that win or win and lose. People don't really talk about negotiation styles and leadership styles, but that is actually a win-lose situation when you're when you're compromising you know, and you can make it a win-win situation. If you both know what the end goal is, you both have a vision. You both know what our purpose is for our marriage.
0: Right.
1: You can then, you know, make it a win-win situation. But other than that, that's what, you know, ends up turning out to, to go sour, if you want to say, if you will. But, um, I truly, I truly believe that, like, You have to know yourself, know thyself. And once you know yourself, and it doesn't have to be 100%, it can be 50%, but at Mm -hmm. least you know yourself, then you're able to adequately answer some of those hard questions. And really, when it comes down to it, it won't be hard. Right. It won't be hard for you. It'll be actually easy. Why? Because you've done the work. You've done the work for yourself. So it won't be hard. And you'll recognize by the work that you're doing for yourself that this person hasn't put in the work either. So do I want to, to be on that road
0: right. where
1: I'm developing and I'm 50% and this other person is not even 1%. They haven't started the journey yet. Wow. Cause that's a whole nother conversation to have when someone's on their journey of becoming who yeah. they are. You know, some people flip and they, and they turn into a whole totally different person than you, you met, You know, in the beginning, because who they were when you met them wasn't wasn't who they were actually becoming
0: becoming. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, go ahead. Spit that. Spit that knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) See, I just
1: just want I just want marriage to win. I really do. I just want marriage to win. And it starts with the courting stage. It starts with you. It starts with you knowing yourself so then you're able to court properly yeah. court correctly and then from there you're able to have a successful marriage yes it's not going to be all you know negligee's and rose petals <laughs> it's not going to be that you know all the time yeah. but by knowing yourself knowing the true reality of of the grind of it all of meeting a person where they're becoming where where you guys are now becoming one you got the same purpose even though you are individuals who have different, possibly different goals, but you know that we're on this road together, you know is a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, the issue is, is that we're skipping steps. Um, exactly. I, I think um, you know we're when we're dating, like like there there's they're omit, omitting completely courtship, and um, you know they go from date to marriage, and uh, um, I, or either that or they just don't re- understand the power of of courting in the sense of they know they know certain things but they don't understand it's it's uh the relevancy that it, it has within dating because they're two separate things entirely so exactly. but you know it's a step that um we need to we need to realize that that is a key step that we need to address in our in relationships to move forward to, to make them at least a lot better than what they are you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of failed relations because we just look outside. We're very again, we're very surface level. We see right. something that we like. We're looking at that that booty or that those muscles or whatever <laughs> you want to say, and or we're like, beard. oh, that beard, yeah, yeah, yeah women like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah y'all, y'all like the beard You know, we look at that stuff and we're like, oh my gosh, like, ah, uh, I think I want to marry this person. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because my husband recently had a shape up. And I know he's gonna hear this, but he recently had a shape up, and I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> okay, bring back that beard,
0: you know." He said, hey, Poppy! <laughs> hey, Poppy! <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's so funny, man. But that's what we do. We do. We we are so. Civil. We're so. Um, it's like, you know. Um, I mean, we're humans, so we're we're attracted to what we see, smell, you know, our senses. So our, our senses are the first thing that we use. In everything that we do, whether what we're eating or whatever, but you know, um, you Definitely know, we shouldn't
1: be the last thing.
0: Right. Right. Like there's so many other factors when we're talking about relationships and people, it's just getting to know people, period. Like, you know I'm saying? Uh, do we, we tend to overlook a lot of things based off of the physical aspects of what Correct. we have. So you know, um, conversation is, is is something that is so, it's, it's like antiquated. Like people having conversations now, you know, you do everything now, especially when we're talking about dating or cour- courting, you know, the, the, I'll say dating. Dating, what we do is we text. We text and we put all these emotions in our text messages, but when it comes time to actually saying it and speaking those things, then we have a hard time doing it, right? Um, exactly. And,
1: Just like that LOL and you ain't really laughing.
0: Right. Exactly, (laughs) you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's so funny the way we do things now, and communication has changed. And I was just talking to, um, you know, just my my daughter's mom. Not too, it was some time ago, but you know, um, she made a post, and I was like, when you know, communication now has changed. Like she 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 was talking to the person, and then when she got when he was there, it was different. And I was like, well, you know, back in the day, we were forced to have conversations. Before right. this technology is the, what it is now, yes, we have phones, but you know, phones were corded and we're at home, and then you know, we got to a point where we we're saying, Well, I can't do this no more, I have to see you. So, right. you know, the phone was at home at that time, and we had to actually literally have conversations with people, right. so we had to do everything that we could possibly do. To make a great impression and then on top of that you know in those moments still you know we had to be real but through through text messages we get we don't get the full package we don't get the full effect of who they are because people are very you know articulate through their text messages or they're not so you can clearly tell okay this is a dummy this is a dummy and i don't want to deal with this person (laughs) or (laughs) they could be overly articulate (laughs) and you're attracted to that because you're like oh this person speaks very well so you're attracted right. automatically to that. And then, you know, you're getting so attracted to the way they speak on through text messages. And then when you see them and they do the same thing and they're like, Oh, oh, I love this person. And then oh, they look good too. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of are passive when it comes to the things that we probably don't like. We um we put that to the side because of that.
1: And we ignore them. We ignore them. And and like I said, if you if you don't know yourself, it won't stand out. It won't stand out at all. And you'll yeah. just be like, "Oh, it's okay. That's okay. I can I can deal with that," you know? And then you, you you court the courting is going well, and then you marry, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Now that's getting on my nerves,"
0: you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: it's been something that this person has been doing for for as long as you dated and courted them. So really, you can't be mad at them for for doing you know what they're doing because you accepted those terms because it is truly terms and conditions that come along with that you know absolutely.
0: Man, I swear it is. So let's talk about um, what you learned through your self discovery in regards to courting. Um, as far as your, far as you personally, what have you learned through yourself, like as- self finding who you are. Um, and what do you, what, what have you learned about courting as far as like the difference of what you knew then and then what you know now? Mm.
1: Okay. So <laughs> from then I thought of courting as, okay, so this person is going to marry me. I was literally doing certain things that I should have been doing only in courting while I was dating. Mm. So, like, yeah. asking questions and doing all of that, I'm, I'm doing that in dating, you know, asking. So, about time, you know, about time courting came, I, I had answered all my questions mm-hmm. that I thought. I yeah. had answered, I had the, que- the, the answers to all the questions that I had or that I thought were important. So, of course, I was like, yeah, okay, we're on the road to marriage. And that's the only thing that I was thinking about. And living day to day like it's nothing, you know, and not thinking to keep asking those questions, dig for other questions to ask. You know, if you were to marry this person, what what are their thoughts about a household? What are their thoughts about how a wife is in the household? How? what are their thoughts about what a mother is in a household Hmm. you know because I was a a single uh, young lady who um, my husband had watched me grow from living in my parents home to being out on my own he was able to see that progression from dating to courting Um, but we had never spoke about his, his, um, his viewpoint on what he saw, you know, a wife to be what he viewed his wife to be, what he viewed the mother of his children to be in detail, not just, you know, you're a God fearing woman, you clean up and, (laughs) and you're nice to others. No, in detail, we never talked about that, Mm. you know? So when there's times that come up where it's kind of like, I, I expected you to do this, 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 this. Then it's like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was it, you know? And it's like, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah. And and, you know, and it's not wrong because that's his his, was his view. Yeah. Which is not wrong, you know? But if we would have discussed it, before in the courting stage then maybe i would have been able to say hey you know i don't feel that same way yeah. i feel like this 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 and then at that point you know maybe it could have been an easy turnover where it's like you know what we could compromise on that mm. you know um you know i feel like this but i don't mind you know agreeing to this 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 do you do you see that as a something that you could be like you know or or do you know, and then after talking about that, if it was just still a no-go, then it was just, okay, this isn't going to work for us.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Um, But, yeah, I I, I was kind of naive in that sense in regards to asking detailed questions. But like I had stated in the beginning, it was because I, I truly believe if I would have had the tools um, to know that, then yeah. maybe you know, I would have been able to ask those particular questions. And likewise for others, like I truly believe it if you don't have the questions or you don't know the questions to ask, there's a lot of books out there in regards to what I wish I would have known before getting married. I don't forgot the author's name, but no, right. that's a title. Um and there's other, you know, five love languages, which allows you to be able to understand someone's love language and how to cater to that for them. Um and then there's therapy, which I believe is something that couples should get, you know, while they're courting, because it, it allows you to be able to know yourself, and for the yeah. therapist to ask you, a trained therapist, um, to ask you the right questions to pull that information out of you, for you to then be able to sit and discuss that with someone else who's had also had therapy, so then you guys can decide if you guys are the right fit for each other.
0: Man, that is beautiful. You know, and um, the therapy part. The funny thing about that is, is when my wife and I, before we got married, the pre one of the preachers that we were seeing as we we were going to marry us, he said something about, you know, uh, classes, marriage classes, and we were like, we don't need no marriage classes. (laughs) We don't need that. Like, what we need that for? So we was like, ah, to turn this off. So we was like, we'll go with someone else. But um, (laughs) you know, to be honest, I feel like that. Is very it's it's a resource that we should take advantage of um, because they're going to ask the tough questions. They're going to allow that it's you're put in a you're put in a space where you know you kind of forced to to speak up and if you don't then what are you hiding? You know what I'm saying? Like because this is the person you want to marry, so why not be um, open to having these conversations or, or talk about these things with? So you know that's that's a great way of showing someone's interest. Um, you know, beyond dating, you know, and getting to the point where you know you're committed, and there's nothing now. Let me just make this perfectly clear there's nothing wrong with dating with no intention to marry if both parties are okay with that. Um, because they, if, if you do it any other way, then you're setting yourself up for failure. One person is ready, one person isn't. It's probably best to run. Um, but, well, you got some air.
1: You heard me now? Oh, there
0: we go. What
1: would you say? I was like, correct. I agree with you with that because, you know, you, you can make that decision. Like, this person is not wanting to go towards marriage with me. Mm-hmm. If you're that type of person. Then you can say, hey, okay, we're both being honest with each other. I need to go the other way. You can go this way. And then right. that person meets someone who has similar interests as them, you know?
0: Word up. See, and that's and that's something that again, again well, we don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable. So what we do is, is we just we kind of deal with it and be like, well, maybe I could change, maybe they'll change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or oh, whatever it is. And which again is doing nobody any is doing everybody a disservice by doing that correct. by not by not speaking up and saying, you know, this is these are this is what I want, correct. you know, in, in a relationship. And you know, if you're not willing to give this to me, then it's probably best that we, you know, just go our separate ways. And correct. If we you come also back, have
1: people that are like in relationships for four years. Granted, I'm like, how? But in, yeah. you know, in a relationship for four years, and the guy's like, I never said that I wanted to get married.
0: Right. I never
1: said that that's what I wanted to do, and I was fine with the way we are. And the right. woman is up here having a commission, <laughs> you know, having difficulty, like understanding that when he told her all along that that's yeah. that's where he was at you know? So I just feel like you're so right with that. Everyone has to be on one accord in regards to where they want to go. And no one should have hurt feelings. If at the beginning you both see that you're not on the same page,
0: but that also takes
1: maturity to, to be able to swallow that pill and keep it moving.
0: Yep, Accurate. A hundred percent. So let me see. So do you think being vulnerable is what keeps us from allowing a potential mate to see deeper into us? Like opening up and and trusting. Do you think that's why most people don't really allow like let let anyone the why why they don't allow someone else to dig deeper?
1: I think so to a degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I believe sometimes it's the other party not wanting the person to be as vulnerable. Mm. Because you can be that you can be open and transparent. And when you are the the other person on the other side appears to be judgmental about your transparency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so that's sometimes I feel like that's encountered a lot. I I encountered that a lot when I was dating, where I yes. would be open and transparent, and I could tell you know, where the, mo- what the motives were of the, the person that I was talking to, mm-hmm. if they didn't want to be as transparent with me or shut me down for being that open, No, hmm. you know, like, okay, like that one of those responses or you're yeah. telling yeah, a little too much, you know. And you're like, okay, that's because you didn't want to be on that scene. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm me. But I, I'm pretty deep in conversation. So I think that's also been a drawback. But
0: um, yeah. yeah,
1: I can kind of go real deep and sometimes morbid. So um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of like the, the peace sign comes up really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, so when my husband, you know, when he was, when he was okay and accepting with my morbidity, I was pretty, (laughs) I was pretty happy about that.
0: Yeah. You are okay with like, okay. Oh, this person, this person is okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even though now he'll tell me, yeah, I was thinking, "Mm, okay, you know, Little on the deep end, but okay.
0: <laughs> and my dude Pedro, man, for real. Love that. I can see that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh, babe. Um... Mm,
1: okay. That's where your head is. Okay. <laughs> can we go get something to eat real quick? <laughs> Let's cheer up this moment. <laughs>
0: So you said you're hungry. All right.
1: Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What's the lady from Adam's family? The the wife. Morticia. Yeah, he's like you're being a little bit too Morticia. (laughs) (laughs) Morticia, you need a Snickers. You know, like that. (laughs) Now she's back.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know sometimes uh, my daughter could be a little Sunday-ish. Like something, I'm like yo, you you little crazy girl. No, but <laughs> that family is a perfect analogy to to my family sometimes, but unlike you know, Morticia, my wife is a little bit more subdued, but she's a horror fan, so she can get a little bit. You know what? Then again, she's crazy. She be watching them CSI shows <laughs> and them, uh, you know them. <laughs> them, them, them how the to sweet, kill the
1: sweet ones the sweet ones be the, the horror the horror yeah. the, No, like i love this you yeah, do she,
0: she know how to bury bodies she know how she to kill do. zombies mm-hmm. she knows she knows how to <laughs> mm-hmm. i should be very scared <laughs> courting <laughs> why did i quarter sleep,
1: sleep with one eye open <laughs> don't do nothing be on good graces at all times okay
0: so, so I, it was actually a, a failed courting attempt. Dang it, I got the girl. i <laughs> I say it differently now. Before it was, I got the girl. Now it's like, I got the girl. No, no. Oh. <laughs> you got I, a
1: trophy. You got a trophy. Uh, yeah,
0: that's your bestie, so I can't do it like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, you
0: got a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to let everybody know that Crystal is writing a book on this. So um, I am looking <laughs> forward i know you say you're compiling your notes and it's becoming something else but um i think it's going to become something more um and this conversation is really just getting started but um i'm going to end on this note i am so proud of you um she's becoming a doctor guys a doctor she's a nurse right now so um she's becoming a doctor so you know this stuff is um is real i mean what this is outside of what she does but you know as as individuals we learn so much and we um it's it's definitely a benefit that we share our knowledge and, uh, and, how, and our perspective because um you know dating is real and uh, dating has been hard during the pandemic and a lot, i know a lot of people have been going through some things and we we're, lear- we're relearning about who we're actually with and also who we're trying to get to know so um, courting is something that you know we can still do let's take it back you know, let's um in in the, in the marriages that we have, we can still court, right? It's not too late. Courting um is again. I know we're we're at the period. We feel like we got to the period, but when you think about marriage in the sense of you know um the longevity of it all, I mean spiritually, when we think about it, it's a forever thing, right? You know, when we dedicate our hearts and our love to someone, um, we should always still be courting. We should still, we like just like we say we always we're always dating, right? She's on a date right now, so. Um, I feel like it's still important to court. We need to we need to still use those elements according, integrate them into our marriages and into our relationships, and we will be successful. Love it. Lifelong
1: Life. learning to the end.
0: That's right. So I do want to appreciate you for your time. I've taken you way past your um your time now. I want you to enjoy your mother's day weekend. Thank you. And um you guys, tune in to well. Uh, I guess it's the podcast, so I can't really tell you to tune into the Mother's Day thing, but I'm still gonna say it anyway. Tune into the Mother's Day tri- the uh, tribute. And I'm taking you out. Outro coming. Um Crystal, stay on so I can talk to you afterwards. All right, everyone. Okay. Later's